1: You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man?
1: Dude, I am rolling.
0: Rolling. We I'm just having, finished. I'm
1: having an evening. I'm having a moment.
0: Having an evening. Texas Tech just finished finished off the Longhorns 77-64 in a game that, while it got down to seven points, which was dicey there for a second, never really yes. felt in question.
1: No, I mean, I I probably got a little bit nervous with three minutes left. It seemed like things could have started kind of going downhill quickly if certain things had gone the wrong. Rem- you know, in a different direction. But, but yeah, I mean, Texas led for 29 seconds in this game. Yep, I think it was, it's either 29 or 39. I can't remember exactly.
0: And it was like a minute into this game. Maybe. No, because it was because Texas tech started the game with two Texas answers with a three. That was that, that was the 20, 34 seconds. No, sorry. That's when it was tied. They led for 29 seconds. You were right. Texas tech led 38, 57. Of a 40 minute game, mind you.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, You you know, just really able to capitalize on a lot of momentum in the first half and then never fully letting up. And, you know, I don't want to do this too much, but credit to Texas for sticking around and going into a really hostile place uh, and and making a game of it for sure, because it could have it really could have rolled away. Um, you know, had, had they not really tried to bounce it around a little bit more, you know, that that, that halftime lead could have just really exploded quickly, but Mm technically cold Texas kept playing hard, kept playing defense, kept clawing back. I mean, Carr is just such a tough player. He's, he's going to get his shots. I mean, he had 18 points on, um, you know, five of 12 shooting, which wasn't great, but, he was seven of eight from the line. So if he was getting to the line, he was making them. It it was, it was a good effort by them, but gosh, tech, even, even when tech looked bad, they were still the better team.
0: Yeah. And it really helped your first half performance. You shot 56% from the field. You put up 43 points on the nation's number one scoring defense, Michael, mind you 40, (laughs) 43 points, first half points. And finished the game 70 You put on, you poured on a 34 in the second half. Um, 56% from the field, 46% from three. You were, you shot 13 free throws to Texas's zero. Uh, you finished the game shooting 21 of 30 free throws. So you got to the line a bunch. Texas got to the line there in the second half 19 times and finished 14 of
1: 19. Um, you yeah, had... Sorry, that, that kind of reminded me of of the Chris Beard games we watched a lot as a fan. You, you know, it felt like the whole first half of watching these Chris Beard teams, Tech would shoot like four free throws, six free throws. They're settling for 15-foot jumpers that aren't falling. They're shooting threes or something. And then they'd come out the second half and they'd be super aggressive and drive mm-hmm. to the hoop and get to the line. And that's just... Pretty much seemed to be the recipe tonight for the Longhorns, um, but but Tech was aggressive early and often and consistently, and I think yeah. that really helped, helped factor into the game a lot.
0: Well, speaking of being aggressive and getting the line, McCuller shot 15 free throws. He was 12 of 15 from the stripe. 12 of his 19 points came from the stripe there. Uh, you had four players in double figures. McCullard led all scores of the game with 19. Bryson Williams had 16. Kevin O'Banner with five huge three-pointers had 17. Davion Warren had 10. Santos Silva had seven. Wilson had five. Shannon had two, although had that last dunk gone in, those would oh have been gosh. the loudest two points of the game.
1: Yeah, I, I think my I, I told the Slack chat if that would have happened, and I mean, we live... I don't know how many miles we live away from the United Spirit Arena, but I'm pretty sure my house would have fell into a sinkhole. Yeah, for if sure. Shannon would have hit that dunk. It would have just ricocheted across the land.
0: <laughs> and then Adonis Arms finishes with only one. Bacho had zero, although he had a great look. He was baited into a three. And man, if oh, that it had gone in <laughs> it was so close. If that had gone in, uh the building would have imploded early in this in the first half. Um just because I, I I want to pick on him. Brock Cunningham finished the game with three points. He averages two and a half on the season. Finished with three before fouling out. Only took him 20 minutes to do it. One of two from the field, and it was a three-pointer. Benson came in, played a measly four minutes, zero points. Missed his only shot. Had a foul. Um, Timmy Allen. So somebody you ever was w- would have been worried about played twenty one minutes, only had five points. You mentioned Carr, um, you know, played a lot of the game thirty one minutes and finished with eighteen. Ramey had twelve, Bishop had eleven, Mitchell had six. Those are your five starters for them: Allen Carr, Ramey, Bishop, and Mitchell. They combined for forty five points. So obviously ma- yeah, mass majority, but that's still not very many points for. You know, the team, as, as we look at four of the five starters for Texas Tech that put up, oh
1: sixty. 60. Yeah, and and Ramey, uh, he's a guy that has definitely burned Tech. In the past, uh, he's, for sure. he's a really good shooter. All he shot tonight were threes. He was four for 10. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 40% three. That's great. I mean, he still made some big buckets. Uh, some really improbable shots to go in, and so Tech was probably a little bit fortunate that he didn't get a little bit hotter than he was. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting to see a guy shoot that much, and every single one of them are threes. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, and then just you know, you said forty percent. I was going to say you kept him to twelve points when you, when you're shooting so many threes, you expect to have more points at the end of the game, but. Um, yeah, man, I, I was coming into this game. Like my heart said, it's not going to be close, right? You've beaten better teams in Texas. Um, you're definitely going to have the crowd, the environment, the atmosphere to really run away with it. Um, and not that I was expecting it to be like that Kansas game from a couple of years ago where you're beating by 30, but I was like, it could get that way and it could get ugly. Um, Texas, early on kept you from running away with it. Uh, and you know, ultimately you had a 14 point lead at a half, which is huge um, because you, you finished the game and you won by 13. But there was a time there where it felt like the Texas tech offense was just it was unstoppable. They were hitting so many good shots. you were getting a lot of good looks. Texas went really cold. And then you went to halftime up 13, um, 14, and then
1: okay it's time to commit 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself begin your new smile journey with bite and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks just order your at-home impression kit today for only fourteen ninety-five dollars 95 at bite.com bite clear aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of morning joe.
0: Uh, You scored six points in six minutes um, or maybe even longer than that. And then you put up like six points in a minute. Um, But it was more like a response. So in that little bit of time, had your defense also started to fade, um, Texas could have come all the way back and really made a a game out of it in the second half. But your defense, man, again, can't say enough about it. As much as Texas likes to, to, to champion their defense, it's not as good as Texas Tech's, um, which is obvious because they're trying to copy Mark Adams and they think that they, you know, they had enough experience being with them here at Texas Tech to do it. Um, they're still learning. It's cute. Um <laughs> but it's not uh it's not even a good facsimile of what Texas Tech is doing. Um you scored I have to go to this, Texas Tech scored um sorry, Texas scored 24 points in the paint, which is a lot. It seemed like early on in the second half um, or late in the first half, they kept getting the same kind of looks real close to the basket. um, And were able to get those points up. Texas tech does end up putting 30 points up in the paint. I didn't like so much. There was a time there when you're struggling scoring in the second half where there was a lot of what felt like a reliance on hitting threes. Um, Yes. But,
1: Tex shot a lot of threes tonight.
0: Gratefully, in the second half, in that stretch where your your you know your offense wasn't really working, you were you were settling for some threes. Some of those bigger three shots were were falling. Um, you went three of eight in the second half, which isn't much. Uh, you finished eight of nineteen on the game, but dang man, you needed every one of those in the second half um, to to keep Texas at arm's length. Um, but yeah, so I like I said I, going into this I, I thought emotionally um you would have the support there. You 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 beat better teams in Texas before. Um there was just the the pessimistic side of me that said, "Man, if we do all this and end up losing this game, like we would have never heard the end of it," which is already bad no. enough that like one Texas fans were were playing the like were were their Super Bowl. There's like it's bigger, the biggest game for them in and their their history, it's their national title game. Um, while also setting up the like, well, if we lose, it's because we were supposed to lose. Like they're a better team than us, or we're not. We're not there yet. All that, like they were talking out of both sides of their mouth, like saying they're not very good, um, but also taking shots at tech any chance they could, uh, which, which is what you saw. And, and and obviously, there's a lot of stuff coming around from last night uh, when when the the team arrived in Lubbock, they were. Uh, the Texas media, Austin media were taking great shots, great big swing shots at Tech and the students about being classy. Um, I loved Craig Way's video, man. I really did. Inside the bus, students chanting, Chris Beard's a um, P word, F-U-T. He's like, oh man, look how mean. Look how mean the Tech students are being. All the while, the Texas players in the background and run their asses over. Great look, Craig Way. You just you got your own guys on that. Like, yeah, it ends up looking worse for you and for Texas than it did for some Mm -hmm. students that were standing in front of a bus as the bus was backing up. But also again, Austin, American Statesman reporter um, saying, well, the bus driver had options.
1: Bitch, come at me with that. Come on. Like,
0: how how are you going to say that? Like as a, as a reporter saying the bus driver had options. Sorry, like stupid stuff like that. When the, the, the game hadn't even played yet, you're talking about just the, the atmosphere, the students getting into it and talking about how classy or not classy Texas Tech is. And then you get reporters taking shots like that. Not related to the game at all. I don't really want to get too far into that right now, but ultimately that whole thing to say, just supremely satisfied with this victory.
1: Oh, completely, man. i I have maybe one witness who if if he's willing to come forward, he can corroborate this. or maybe I told my wife, but at one point today, I was I told someone, Tech will either win by fifteen or or we'll lose by two. i just I just kind of felt I felt like the momentum was on our side. I, that Mississippi state game was incredible. I, I just thought some of that offense has got to still be in the tank, they've got to still be able to bring that to this. There's going to be uh, an incredible environment for them to do that, a supportive environment. Um, you know, aside from some expletive deleted chance on TV, and I'm sure we'll hear some first, first-hand horror stories from the people who were there covering the game on behalf of the Austin media. But it seemed just like a good raucous crowd i mean i I, that's it that's that's the end of that i mean they definitely played a part especially in the beginning Mm -hmm. um and and, you know we talked about texas sticking around and staying with it um the largest scoring run they ever had was 6-0 i didn't realize that till after we were you know just kind of talking and looking through the stats it just felt like more than that you know Tech was able to defend them so well, and then they would just go in their own drought because Texas does play defense well too, like you mentioned, not as well as Texas Tech. But just the factor that the crowd had, I mean, it was, I don't want to say wholesome, but probably about as wholesome as one could expect uh, given the circumstances. Even the ESPN announcers kind of caught themselves coming around a little bit, uh, even though they were it kind of sounded like they were trying to pick a side uh, with Beard, but I think they kind of backed down a little bit and thoroughly enjoyed themselves and enjoyed the game. And even the halftime guys were like, man, I wish I was there doing the Mm -hmm. commentary for it. I mean, it was, it was awesome. So kudos to all of you who went, like I said, I'm sure there will be, you know, three incidences that slip out that, make some headlines or make some social media circle somewhere and fine, whatever. We'll just deal with that. But what I could see from my couch in Lubbock County just looked like an awesome basketball game. Good job to those who went keeping it between the lines. I think a water bottle was finally thrown with like 16 seconds left. I mean, that guy sucks. Whoever did that, you suck. But you know, 15,048 of you, you know, y'all did, y'all did good job.
0: Yeah, and 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 certainly you had a lot, um, so many different messages from the athletic department saying, "Hey, let's uh, let's just let the the play happen on the court. Let's stay out of it. Let's not help them or hurt, or hurt our own team." Raider um, Riot
1: had hourly tweets. <laughs> they <laughs> I did. Think they were scheduled. <laughs> um, and the, the
0: other thing that that I, I thought about and it came back was like when you when you announced like automatic penalties for the home team to a mixed crowd. Um, that really only incentivizes the visitor to, to perpetrate whatever you're telling them not to do. Uh, and I think we had some of those at least concerns with the Oklahoma state football game, uh, with there being so many water bottles thrown and they announced in the stadium, in the game, Hey, next water bottle is is a personal foul in Texas tech. Guess what? Water bottles still kept flying in. Um, and it's definitely a little more difficult to track who, who did it. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, Texas through it, but it sure. it seemed kind of shady right there. Like okay, yeah, we're with, not a lot
1: of Texas fans there. With,
0: with 15 seconds like left, where's that water bottle coming from? Like from the middle of the court. Um, so I don't know, but glad there wasn't any any kind of incident. Uh, you know, the worst that it was was some expletives and the chants, some hearty booze in and out of the court, out of the arena as the Longhorns and beard were were making their appearance, but. Um, I don't I I don't want to talk too much about Texas fans on Twitter. I want to talk about the game.
1: Um, Yeah, because but, that's all that, that is the only thing Texas fans on Twitter won't talk about is actual basketball because they don't know shit about it. No, they're just like, oh, Lubbock sucks. Anyway, I'm talking about Texas fans again. Go ahead. Let's talk about some basketball. <laughs> um.
0: Sorry. <laughs> you just got no, I, you I was I was just enjoying that for a second. Um Okay, so one thing I know I want to talk about really quickly, it, he he finished the game with 4 fouls and I think that kind of diminished his role there towards the end, but Marcus Santa Silva um Oh my gosh. In 15 minutes was like an enforcer and an energy guy. Um he hit all three of his shots. Uh was only one of four from the from the free throw stripe they, his shot looked way off tonight uh his his free throws did um yeah, but he finished with six rebounds and two assists uh just one turnover three blocks in fifteen minutes but my goodness man he he was he he was so vital when he was on the floor to the way the team was playing um a lot like TJ Shannon has been in the past. Like he came in for the final six minutes of the game. Um, I don't know if that was, you know, we're still trying to make sure that he's healthy and ready to go. Um, He looked fairly good in those six minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. So one, the energy on Santa Silva there, and then just the, with the atmosphere and the possibility of the game kind of getting out of hand, I there were only a very small number of calls that I thought were like, that was kind of a weird call or I don't, I, I yeah. disagree,
1: but overall, yeah. it, it wasn't like I didn't stand up from my couch and throw a remote. It was just kind of, mm, I don't uh, think he was set or I don't know. It looked like his feet were moving, that kind of thing. And you're just, uh, oh, we'll get him next time. Yeah. Th- th-
0: there was definitely a, uh, it was back-to-back possession. It was a block and a charge, both on Texas tech. And I was like,
1: mm. uh, I don't,
0: I don't <laughs> agree with either one of those. But, um, like I said, ultimately I, I think it could have been with the atmosphere called a whole lot worse. Uh, I, I think people would, would say, well, you're just saying that cause Texas tech had the, the advantage there. They were, they, they were the aggressor for the most part of the game. Um, they got the calls when they were being aggressive. Texas got calls when they were being aggressive. They were getting charges or sorry. They were forcing blocks, block calls yes. when they were being well, aggressive. And-
1: and the discrepancy was, uh, uh, you know, I was kind of concerned to look at this cause I always hate to cause we're about to head to Morgantown and that's going to suck. Yeah. But, uh, the Texas had 25 fouls and tech had 20. So the discrepancy wasn't that awful given, you know, the, the free throw discrepancy in the first half, I think things kind of shored up a little bit, but also it was just how Texas was playing in the first half. So, um, I'm with you. I. There were just a couple of questionable ones. It wasn't... It was fine. It, it was acceptable. I. While I was there, I really want to look into what happened in the Louisville game because apparently that was really bad and f- people started throwing all sorts of stuff on the court and they were people calling for a journalist to investigate the officiating and stuff. I don't know. You need to look into that Spencer. I think that's right up your alley. You need to check it out. Cause that was all it. happening during our game. And I saw parts of it on Twitter.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned that We got a game on Saturday going to Morgantown. Um, last time we played, we had 50 fouls. You had 45 tonight. So you weren't that far off. Um. But before we get to, I guess talking about that game, let's just wrap up Texas tech, Texas tonight. Uh, you, you get them again here in a couple of weeks, but man, that first half was so good. Uh, so much fun. Um, really wish you could have stretched it out and it'd be just a bigger margin of victory. But again, ultimately the, the final result is what counts, you beat them by 13, which is huge. You held them without a field goal in the last two and a half minutes of the game. Um, you got them forcing things, uh, your defense clamped down. Um, you know, they, they, they were jacking up threes. They were taking really contested shots. And I mentioned uh, in that, that little stretch where we were having some some issue with Texas Tech having issues scoring. I was like, well, it feels like Texas is hitting some really low percentage shots right now, and that's helping them keep it close. And you would think the averages would kind of help bear that back out a little bit. I think it ended up doing that. Um, anyways, tonight, Texas Tech ends up winning 77-64. Huge victory for the Red Raiders. They are... Owners of a 17-game home win streak, including 14 games this season, the longest such stretch in Division I currently. Um, And Texas is still without a quad one quality victory. Or maybe they they, they snuck one in with with Kansas. Uh, Sorry, Kansas State. Either way, they are... They and Chris Beard so bad against ranked
1: teams right now. Hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just awful.
0: Any other final thoughts from the game, Michael?
1: Not yet. I'm really anxious to see what uh, Chris Beard and Mark Adams had to say after the game. I, I do hope that if Chris Beard goes the Mike Leach route and mentions, you know, I like to think I had a part in building that, that we accept that a little more because it's a lot more recent than coming back 12 years afterwards and um, you know, talking about tech's identity as a program and, and thinking you had something to do with that when there's been like four coaches since you've been here. So if beard says it, I will accept it a lot more than when Leach said it. Um, And you know, that was also his kind of his ultimate downfall was how much he was loved here and the atmosphere he did create. That was what he, you know, what he experienced tonight. Uh, he has himself to blame to an extent for the fan base and, and how rabid they were and how much they did affect the game. Um, and we have him to thank for that as well. We need to kind of be conscious of that, but also man, it felt good to win. It felt good to beat him and I'm like you, I do not want to think about the world we would have had to live in had Tech lost this game. I'm so glad they won. And I'm so glad they won convincingly and, you know, trailed for 30 seconds. I
0: I have a hard time accepting uh, when Chris Beard whines about how he, he feels he should be treated after the, the program he built at Texas Tech. like. Uh, Okay, so one, supposedly there was a, uh, a mix of words between Coach Adams and Beard at shootaround last night. And ultimately, I, I think he was trying to say that like Adams played some kind of role in how the Lubbock fans and Texas Tech students, all that kind of stuff, were treating him and how Adams had turned, him, turned them against Chris Beard. It was like, nah, man, nobody did that but you. Um, sure. You, you helped, you continued the, the elevation that Tubby Smith actually put in place. Like let's, let's not, let's not neglect the fact that this team wasn't in the cellar when beard arrived. Right. Yeah. Uh, They had just come off of a, a, NCAA tournament run. Um, so when he shows up, it's not like, again, the team was in shambles. Um, he, continued that and obviously took Texas tech to the, you know, national title game. Um, but it's, it was, it, it's weird for me for him to be, be claiming certain things about like how he built the program. I was like, well, you, 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 you took over an already ascending program and continued it. Sure. You didn't, you didn't tank it, but you damn sure tried to when you left. And I think that's where everybody's really upset. And that's where like, no, I mean, any any of the, the goodwill that you uh, that you may have garnered when you helped Texas Tech get to the, the, that Monday night game was all gone when you, when you tried to decimate the program on your way out the door.
1: It doesn't make sense to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't think some people realize how much they love their love until they realize how much they're hated. And that's basically what happened here. I don't think he fully understood how much tech fans were behind him and how much they wanted him here and how much they were they were happy to have him. And I'm I think you're throwing a little bit more shade on him than he than he deserves because I mean, yes, Tubby Smith was good. He acknowledged that, and even in the press conference before this game that uh, you know he built on what Tubby had, which was already a good program, I do think that he. Definitely elevated tech to, I mean, just heights that this school has seldom seen in almost any program. And a lot of that was he knew who to hire. You know, I mean, he hired the guy that's the head coach now. And that was an excellent hire. He brought him over from Little Rock and, you know, everything. So it was, I mean, he deserves, I think he deserves quite a bit of credit for what he's done here. And then, yeah, he deserves every bit of flack for attempting to tear it all down. Um, the whole thing where he was, wasn't was answering Hokut's okay, phone calls, the whole thing where he waited till April 1st to save the University of, by God, Texas, a million dollars, which they spend on Gatorade. I, I mean, I don't know. That's nothing. It's, but he waited, you know another day to save them a million dollars and shortchange tech a million dollars. That doesn't sit well with people. Um, It's just, there's so much to it that he, he earned most all of it. I think now that we've exercised this demon um, and that, and that UTs is going to be gone pretty soon. I think it will calm down. I think it will die down. I think it will still be, definitely there but you know like everyone has said who's had any opinion on this if he if he had waited 30 minutes and you know stuck his hand in the cookie jar for the unc job after roy williams announced he was retiring the same day he announced he was going to texas then none of us would care (laughs) i don't think anyone would care we would root for north carolina Yep, we would kind of be checking into North Carolina basketball. Like, man, Oh, yeah, Beard. I, happy for him, you know. Man, it sucks to lose him. He's he's a good coach. You did a lot for us, but but man, I you know I get it. I get going to UNC, and it's not a team we have to play, and it's not someone we're recruiting against actively. Texas is someone he's we're actively recruiting against, and that's where I always come back to, and that's what will still make me mad when I think about it too hard. So I'll stop.
0: Well, and then, and just w- with that, like, yeah, I would have, I would have been paying attention to the Duke North Carolina game this weekend. Um, sure. Had he, had he taken his four to one stuff, North Carolina, like that's kind of weird, but uh, you know, he didn't burn the bridges here at Texas tech. Sure. Go, go try it out there. Cause that's, that's, that's who you were. It's how you built this program here. That's how you continue to, to elevate the program.
1: And you just go sure Man, I hope we see you in your tournament someday. I mean, that would have been fun. That would have been fun to play North Carolina in the tournament. Mark Adams versus Chris Beard or whatever, you know. I mean, that would have we would have enjoyed that, but no. But no.
0: <laughs> I think we would have enjoyed it so long as North Carolina didn't like return to being like a national title contender every year.
1: Oh well, yeah. I mean, let's not okay.
0: That we would have been like
1: I'm, I'm just it would have been you, interesting. You, you could have
0: done that at Texas Tech, but you chose to do it somewhere else. Um, but I, what I think is really funny and 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 it's starting to be realized is like he's trying to do that at Texas, and with the defections of the players he's already lost, uh, the very low fan support he has, the just the grating on the nerves there down in Austin. It's like, did, like it feels obvious that this was how it's going to play out, um, and it is.
1: But yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Anyways, okay. The, the top five preseason ranking. Oh, all of a it joke. Are... <laughs> Texas Tech <It> just feels...
0: <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, man. I was just going to say Texas Tech wins, and that's, that's ultimately what matters. We, we, we keep getting sidetracked here, and I'm, 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 I'm mostly to blame about that. 77-64. We get them back in Austin a couple of weeks. Uh, for the Texas fans that say, we pack arenas, no. Mm-mm. This was all us, dude. Um, and we'll be down there to help pack your arena uh, on the 19th can't wait Michael got any
1: parting shots at no, the I, Longhorns I, I think I rambled for 10 minutes on my last parting shot so I'll just turn it back over to you man Reckem, so glad huge win yes
0: yes sir 77 64 huge 13 point victory Texas Tech moves to 6 and 3 in the Big 12 third place with a game against West Virginia this weekend For Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time.
1: Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on StakingThePlanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.